millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today we've got a lot of great stories, and our first story of the day is from Cultural Ad 1372. Am I the jerk for giving my nephews money for a field trip? My brother and his wife have five kids, and now they're struggling financially like a lot of families. I only have two, and my ex and I make a lot of money, plus we're very tight with it. My two boys go to the same summer camp as their two oldest boys. When I dropped off my kids this morning, I ran into my nephews and spoke to them. The camp was going on a field trip to an amusement park. I noticed both boys had a lunch. I thought that was particular because other kids brought cash to buy lunch there and for souvenirs. I asked them about it thinking my brother didn't know. They said their parents had money. I was like, screw that. I told them that I'd buy their lunch for $40 each. Of course, they took the offer. So I went to the ATM and gave their counselor $40 for each boy for lunch or whatever. When I picked up my sons, I asked my nephews what they did and what they bought and ate. Having the cash made a massive difference. 30 minutes ago, my brother texted me to tell me I should have ran the idea by him first. He said he felt like a horrible parent. I told him that $80 isn't a lot of money to me. That's like two hours of overtime. He should move on. The boys are 8 and 11. I don't think Opie's the jerk in this situation. I can understand why the brother might feel insecure or maybe worried that the kids are going to think less of them or judge them because they didn't give money for that lunch. But all that OP was doing was looking out for their relatives and making sure that they had a better experience than they otherwise would have. Do you think the father worrying that the kids might judge them for not giving money in the situation is a legitimate enough concern? Or should they just be grateful for OP giving their kids that money? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for telling my stepsister that no one cares that she's tired and to help with dinner? I have a stepsister, Maddie, who I've never gotten along with. My mom married her dad when we were 12 and 13. My dad was pretty wealthy, or at least comparatively, so I got a lot of material things that Maddie didn't. Mostly clothes, nicer car, fancier prom dress, and it made Maddie insane. I wasn't showing off, but I feel like life isn't fair and I have a right to accept gifts. It hurt Maddie's self-esteem to the point that she became sullen, depressed, and wouldn't talk to any of us. We're currently adults, and Maddie is, I'd say, definitely a millionaire. She threw herself into school and work and was determined she was going to have more than me. I'm middle class and don't really care. I mean, sometimes I get a little jealous of her clothes and jewelry, but to me, nothing is worth working like she does. Maddie is obsessed with things to the point it seems really toxic. She specifically said she doesn't want kids because she can't imagine taking the time off work to give birth and heal. I don't care if she doesn't want kids, but the reasoning was a bit what the freak for me. We both went to our parents' place for dinner last night, and Maddie was clearly tired. She could hardly keep her eyes open and was falling asleep in her husband's arms. We were both supposed to be helping with dinner, but her dad said to let her sleep. It didn't seem fair, so I tried to wake her up. Maddie yelled at me that she physically couldn't make dinner and to leave her alone. 
I told her that wasn't an excuse and no one cares if she's tired. She does this crap to herself and it's ridiculous. It isn't like she needs to work these hours. Her husband began yelling that we're the reason she needs to work these hours and how could her dad marry my mom and let her grow up around all of my things and that since it's our fault, we should let her sleep. Her dad agreed and told me to leave her alone and Maddie ended up crying. She screamed at me that I'm mean and it doesn't take three people to make dinner anyway. I said that isn't the point and no one cares about her sob story about not having designer clothes as a kid. I think OP is the jerk in this situation, to be honest. Even if you totally agreed on the sole condition that both of you go there to help with making the dinner, the fact of the matter is they're too tired, they're falling asleep. So either be pissed off at them and basically kick them out of there so they're not around anymore, or just get over it and excuse them and accept that they're tired, be maybe grumpy about it, but is it really worth it taking it out on them? I think it was just totally uncalled for. It sounds to me like even though Maddie worked all their lives to surpass things from their childhood, OP is equally just as still stuck in that childhood mindset. Our next story is from a naughty mouse, he 27 Am I the jerk for calling up my boyfriend's daughter for lying? I live with my boyfriend and his three elementary school age children who are here 50% of the time. We all have a pretty great relationship, although it was a bit of a transition for me as I don't have kids of my own. Despite this, we've adjusted to our roles relatively well, and while I don't consider myself a parent, they have an involved mother, I am a trusted adult that helps them when needed, plays with them, upholds the rules in our home, etc. The middle child's nine, and she's a sweet kid and we love each other, though she has some behavior issues that her parents have put her in therapy for. This morning, everyone was downstairs. They're all early risers, but I'm not, while I was upstairs in our room in bed. I was awake for a while and I knew my boyfriend was making breakfast. I make a work call and was talking for no more than 5 minutes when I got a call on my other phone from my boyfriend sounding really irritated saying, what are you doing, are you going to come down or not? I said I was on a phone call but that I would be down in a little bit. A minute later he comes up the stairs demanding to know what was going on and why I wasn't coming down. I muted my call and said I was working and why was he so angry? He said that he had sent his middle child, 9 year old female, up to get me to tell me that breakfast was ready multiple times, but that she kept saying that I told her I was working and wasn't going to come down, which never happened. She had never opened the door or even knocked. I said that never happened. She never spoke to me or came to get me that morning. I could hear her arguing on the other side of the door to her dad and I repeated that she did not come upstairs at all. So what she told him was not true. Eventually I went downstairs for breakfast and she was sitting at the table, quiet and sullen. Am I the jerk for calling out a 9 year old for lying? I don't care if this was a 9 month old that could talk and lie. I don't care if it was a 9 year old and I don't care if it was a 90 year old. If they're lying, especially in a way that intentionally throws you under the bus, I don't think you can ever be the jerk for calling out the truth. And frankly for the development of that child, I would rather you call out their lies like that. I think it's invaluable for a 9 year old to learn right away. Just being truthful or doing what you're asked to do is way better than lying about it. I also think it's worth sitting them down and talking about why they felt the need to lie. Whether it was just more convenient for them or if they're afraid of 
some kind of lashing out from somebody, either from annoying somebody or not delivering the results that one parent expected maybe, which would be getting OP to actually come downstairs. Our next story is from L. Wally. Am I the jerk for not sharing my Wi-Fi password with my mom and younger brother? I, male 19, had lost access to Wi-Fi along with the rest of my family, consisting of mom, female 43, and younger siblings, male 18, and female 10. During the pandemic, my father, the breadwinner, who doesn't live with us, decided to stop paying for Wi-Fi. He claimed it was due to slow business from pandemic restrictions. I tried protesting, but my father argued that I had a job. This only paid the minimum wage, by the way. The family went without Wi-Fi for about a week until I got fed up. I talked to my brother and mom, who both had a job, about splitting the cost of a Wi-Fi subscription. They refused with my brother saying he could get Wi-Fi at work. My mom telling me she didn't need it because of her unlimited mobile data. Keep in mind that I begged her to share her data through a hotspot during my Wi-Fi-less week, but always replied, you'll slow me down. Frustrated, I reluctantly applied to my ISP for the cheapest package available, determined to not share my password with them with the exception of my helpless kid sister. A couple days after the Wi-Fi router was installed, my mom came asking me for the password, to which I simply responded saying, I thought you didn't need it. She complained that her mobile data didn't work that well sometimes, so I proposed she pay half the bill in exchange for my Wi-Fi key. She got furious, telling me I don't pay rent and bills and that I'm under her roof. I reminded her that she doesn't pay these bills either. It's my dad. Desperate to get back at me, she decided that I can't use her TV in the living room anymore and hid the remote. I'll admit at first I was annoyed, but quickly got over it, considering she hogs the TV most of the time anyway. My mom now ignores me, calls me selfish, and doesn't share anything with me anymore. So am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. They went around to everybody else that would possibly use this Wi-Fi, offered a very reasonable solution which is splitting the cost of a bill that everybody would be using and they all denied it, they all turned it down. So for you to go to them, say, hey, can you split this with me? They say no. So you go and stomach the bill yourself and for them to come asking for access anyways, well, no, are you gonna help cover it? If not, then OP has every right not to share. Our next story is from prior presentation 98. Am I the jerk for not allowing my friend to stay with me after they were kicked out of their house? I, 18 year old female, live alone in a two bedroom house. My job requires I work 60 hours every week. Anything above 60 is considered overtime. 60 hours is still overtime, but no one calls it that since it's mandatory. I would also like to add that I work graveyard, 5.30pm to 6am. That being said, I'm tired once I get home and rarely have enough energy to be around people. When I do see people, I always go out and meet them at their homes or around the city. Never, and I mean never, have I had people come to my house other than my significant other. No one knows where I live, and I'd like to keep it that way. I wouldn't say I'm paranoid, I just don't like the idea of people knowing where I live. It's nothing personal against anyone, I like my privacy. Not even my parents or siblings know where I live, and they respect me enough not to ask. The situation began a week ago when my friend, 20-year-old female, of about 3 years, called while I was at work, around 2am, and asked if I would let them stay with me because her dad kicked them out for a reason they wouldn't tell me. I told them no. I said, hello, is everything alright? 
Why are you calling me at 2 in the morning? Shouldn't you be asleep? She says, Hi, uh, could I ask you a huge favor? I say, what is it? She says, can I stay with you for a while? Two months max? My dad kicked me out and you're the first person to answer me all night. I say, no, you may not. What? She says, are you serious? I say, completely. After that, she said I was a jerk for leaving her on the street and that I'm probably lying about having a house since no one's been to it. She has a boyfriend and siblings who also have houses. I'm not understanding why she couldn't go to one of them or to a shelter for the night since, well, it was night and people would probably answer her in the morning. Her boyfriend later that Monday let me know she's going to be staying with him and apologized for her calling me while at work. Her friends contacted me through social media, none of whom I've ever met or really even know the names of, telling me I was a jerk and that I should have swallowed my pride and let her stay with me. Our shared friends have sided mostly with me, with the exception of two. Even if I didn't have a problem with people being in my house, she's a personal trainer that only does video meets. It's basically the same as following a YouTube workout video, except it's live and one-on-one. I sleep during the day and I'm a light sleeper. Can you see how her working out and talking to people at home would be a problem for me? So am I the jerk for not wavering on my privacy boundaries? While people might be a little curious about OP being so overly restrictive about their privacy boundaries, you know, not letting anybody, even family, know where they live, while that's one thing, I don't think you're the jerk for not letting somebody crash at your house for two months. I think if you're somebody that lets that happen, you are a total saint and more power to you and bless you for doing that. But I also don't think you should ever feel obligated to have to do something like that, even as much as it would help a friend out. I mean, obviously, if anything happened to you, you wouldn't be able to rely on that person to bail you out, you know, considering you didn't do anything for them. But again, I don't think you're a jerk for not giving up your house. This next story is from Bitter Possible 3930 Would I be the jerk for telling my brother-in-law and his wife that we won't be doing any more kid-sitting during the summer? I, 40-year-old male, and my wife, 37-year-old female, agreed to kid-sit for her brother and his wife for two weekends while they go to Europe. The kids are 5-year-old male and 2-year-old male. A few days ago, we get a food detailed email for procedures for the week. How this email also details how both kids' behaviors have been getting worse. So, needless to say, it's going to be a ton of work and we'll be giving up two weekends. His wife has already started to ask my wife about babysitting during the week when he isn't in daycare and they're working from home. She really doesn't want to do it because she's busy with work and they kind of screwed her last summer. However, she's nervous about upsetting her brother. Would I be the jerk if I put my foot down and told them no, that I nor her will watch them any more this summer? I don't think OP would be a jerk for putting your foot down and saying no to them asking if you want to babysit their kids. If they want to go and pull their relative card or leaving them high and dry or whatever, then they're just being jerks and trying to emotionally manipulate you. You should never have to feel bad or feel like you have to explain yourself for saying no to babysitting somebody else's kids. This next story is from Language Ill 8971 Am I the jerk for demanding that my girlfriend pay for herself when I cook? Background, been dating for two months. My girlfriend, 23, works a full-time job and lives at home with her mom. In other words, no lack of funds. Me, 25, student with a part-time job and a relatively expensive apartment. In other words, pretty slim budget. Problem, since I'm the one with a private apartment, we spend most of our time together here. 
and then it's natural that she eats my food. I have no problem with cooking a little bit of extra food, since I think most of the food I cook is delicious, but cheap. I also regularly drive her around since she doesn't have a car or license. The other night, I hosted a dinner party with some friends and made pizza along with wine for the guests. The next day, I asked everyone to pay for their share. My girlfriend was the only one to object. She said that it wasn't fitting to ask money of a partner and was extra upset that I hadn't informed her previously. I got mad since I don't want to pay for company, even if it is gifts, and I feel non-appreciated since I regularly cook for her and drive her around without asking for compensation. So Reddit, am I the jerk here? I'm gonna say OP is the jerk only for not expressing that they would want them to pay their share beforehand? Inviting them all over, having them over, cooking for them, no questions asked, feeding them, and then after the fact going to them and trying to recoup money from them? just seems like an extremely backwards and possibly deceitful practice. OP said that they're actually in Sweden, so maybe the cultural practices are a little different there. But overall, that's how I feel personally. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk here? Our next story is from Successful Pace 8837 Am I the jerk for tearing the family apart over a few harmless comments? I, 22-year-old female, got engaged in January to my boyfriend, 26-year-old male, of four years and I've never had much of a problem with his mother before. I'd like to emphasize that she's a very kind person and has always had a lot of patience for me in my less than ideal family situation, including teaching me how to cook and other life things. Recently though, she's begun to send me and other family members text messages about wanting grandchildren. Her first text message to me was, I'm so glad my fiance is marrying a girl with such light skin. You'll have such pretty babies and most of her other texts are all variations of my skin and future grandchildren. It made me uncomfortable, but I wasn't really sure how to address it without crossing a line, so I'll be honest, I just left it alone. My mother-in-law has also apparently made comments to my younger sister-in-law that she wants a light granddaughter and that we, my fiancé and me, will keep trying until we get one. It's gotten to the point of obsession to where she texts my fiance every day asking when we'll have kids even though we originally planned to wait at least a few more years. She's never mentioned my skin or lightness to him as far as I know. It all came to a head last night when mother-in-law was talking with her sister about us having kids and my older sister-in-law asked why she was so sure we were having a light baby. And my mother-in-law replied, Well, OP so pale, it would be impossible if she didn't. My older sister-in-law got upset and made a comment about her obsession with being white and stormed out. The dinner just got kind of ended a while after that, and I guess my younger sister-in-law talked to my fiancé, because this morning he asked him to tell him what was going on. I just showed him the texts, and he got into a fight with his mom and stepdad about her comments. And apparently this isn't the first time she's made statements like this around my older sister-in-law. Now the whole family's fighting, one side's calling my fiancé, my older sister and I, sensitive, while the others are glad someone's finally said something. I also got a text from my mother-in-law's sister saying we're selfish and awful for ripping the family apart over a few harmless comments. To top it all off, I'm pregnant and I'm not even sure if I should say anything, even though I'd planned on letting everyone know at dinner. So I guess, am I, are we the jerks? I don't think OP's the jerk at all, and let's be real, has anybody ever enjoyed that whole, 
When's my baby having a child? I just can't wait for a grandchild of my own. And to be extremely clear, the whole thing about light skin is just really, really weird and inappropriate. And even if it is something that they personally are hoping for, that's the kind of thing they need to keep to themselves and shut up about. This next story is from Dangerous Star Seeker. Am I the jerk for copying my coworker's outfit? I, female 22, work at a Walgreens part-time. My coworker Anna, not her real name, has a great sense of style. I love her outfits, and one time she came to work a little more dressed up because she had a date later. I told her I loved her outfit, and I asked her where she bought her boots, pants, shirt, sweater, and jewelry. She told me where she got everything, and I went to the same stores. Unfortunately, they didn't have my size in the stores. I could only order them online. I decided to buy similar pieces at stores I regularly shop at to recreate the look. I wore the outfit on a date and ended up running into Anna. When I went to work the next day, she gave me heck for copying her style. I admitted I copied her, but I didn't see what the big deal was. I would never wear the outfit in front of her or at work. I also had different pieces on. I brought up how she told me where to buy all the pieces and she said she thought I was just making conversation. Anna said if she knew I was actually going to buy them, she wouldn't have told me where to go. I apologized to her and told her I had no intention of stealing her style. I'm a t-shirt and jeans person, but I really liked that outfit she wore and I wanted it. Anna told me to return the pieces and I told her no. I agreed to never wear those pieces in front of her or at work. She told me that wasn't enough, and I had to return the clothes and promise to never copy her again. If I didn't, she would tell all our co-workers. I beat her to it and showed them a picture of myself in the outfit with my boyfriend. They all took my side since the clothes looked so different on me. Anna's style is cute, delicate, and highly feminine. I bought similar pieces in different colors and cuts to flatter my body, so I gave off a tomboy look. Everyone agreed what I did was okay. Anna was really upset and is giving everyone the silent treatment. Personally, I think she was overreacting because it was just one outfit. I could be the jerk because I did copy her. I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. I think if you see a style and an outfit that you really like, why wouldn't you be able to recreate that look and wear it yourself? This coworker just reeks of selfishness and maybe jealousy. Maybe they're worried that OP pulled it off better than they did. Maybe they don't feel special enough because OP wore a similar outfit. And especially to OP's credit, they didn't wear it anywhere that it would actually affect Anna at all. So I think their coworker's just off the deep end and needs to get over themselves. Our next story is from Reddit Monkey Student. Am I the jerk for skipping my only sister's wedding? I'm 22-year-old female. My sister, 24-year-old female, asked me to be her maid of honor a few months ago. Since then, she's not included me in any of the wedding planning, told me she doesn't want a bachelorette party, and decided to do her wedding in a different country where her fiancé's from. She's staying in that country, I won't say where since she might see this post, for a couple of months before the wedding to help furnish the house, plan the wedding, etc. My sister asked me to spend about a month and a half in that country to help her plan wedding stuff. I was able to come here for that month since I just graduated college and have some time before I start work. However, since I've gotten here, my sister's gone out every single day with her fiancé, let's call him Max, and his family, and has not invited me out except once when she was wedding dress shopping. 
I had a conversation with her about how I'm in a foreign country, so I'm not comfortable going out alone when I know nobody here. Also, the only reason I'm here is for her. She called me inconsiderate and selfish, saying I should be prioritizing her needs since the wedding is in a month. We've been arguing every day about random or petty things since I've been here. The last straw was when I went out to buy fabric for my dress for the wedding. We'd agreed on a color and getting the dress custom made once I got the fabric. My sister, unsurprisingly, did not want to come dress shopping with me because she was with Max's family. When I got home, she was upset that I got the fabric for the dress without her, despite me telling her before going. She said she thought I'd wait to buy it when we were together. Mind you, I'm paying for my dress and she didn't offer to pay for it at any point. We got past that conversation and started discussing the design of the dress. My sister got upset at the design I chose because it wasn't modest enough for her Max's conservative family. It was an off-shoulder maxi dress with literally no cleavage showing, not a bodycon, a line with a slit up to the knee. She told me since it's her wedding and she wants to go for a certain look in her pictures, that she should pick the style of my dress. I agreed with the condition that I have to like the design too. The fabric getting the dress made would cost around $400, so I want to be able to wear this dress again at some point. She picked out a very ugly long-sleeved dress that looks very much like Mother of the Bride dresses. When I kept telling her this wasn't my style and I wouldn't feel comfortable in it, she said I was being inconsiderate and told me she'd wear a sparkly red cupcake gown to my wedding. My wedding is next year. I ended the conversation by telling her that I'm not catering my style to Max's family and I'm not dropping $400 on a dress I don't even like. She said if I don't care about what she wants, then I shouldn't come to the wedding. Am I the jerk for still getting the dress I want made? I am her only sister and maid of honor. I don't think Gopi's the jerk here. It sounds to me like their sister's being quite unreasonable with it. I don't know if there's going to be any saving this. And OP shouldn't be bullied into spending $400 on something that they're never going to wear again. I just hope the best for OP and their wedding down the line. Our next story is from NutMe63. Am I the jerk for not consulting my boyfriend before accepting male clients? I work at a pretty well-known three-letter waxing establishment and was hired to perform services to both men and women. Recently, my book was going to be open to perform the male Brazilian, which means more money with a niche clientele because a lot of my coworkers don't feel comfortable. I personally don't care. Here's where I need judgment. I accept it because, again, I don't care. I'd rather not work on anyone because they deal with some interesting netherworlds region, but it's part of the job that I accepted. My boyfriend's upset that I didn't discuss with him before accepting and felt disrespected and angry that I would be willing to work with and touch other men. This was mainly resolved where I won't be performing any services on men, but I'm still curious. Am I the jerk, actually? Unless OP's given any reason to be concerned about OP doing this job on male clients, I don't think they're the jerk. It might be nice to give them a heads up or explain, but I don't think OP's the jerk for not outright mentioning it because there's nothing actually inappropriate going on. They're just doing a job with no other pretense to it. And our final story of the day is from Eternal Abyss 0809. Would I be the jerk if I decline a child's party at my home? My son Josh and his partner of four years, Sheila, just parted ways. Sheila's been accusing my son of cheating. She's been living with us for the entirety of their relationship. 
Due to lockdowns, Josh has been staying in his place of work, along with some of the employees, and is rarely home. When Sheila told me about her suspicion, I told her that she could go and stay with my son in his accommodations, since his company allows wives to stay there, so she could confirm if her suspicions are correct. She declined, saying she's afraid of what she might find out. I said she shouldn't be afraid, and that as she just gets one bit of proof, I would personally whoop my son's butt in his workplace and would ban him from ever coming home to us and disown him. Sheila still declined, but I was made aware that she's been maligning my son and the supposed other woman on social media to the point that both have been harassed, and the woman in question was contemplating on filing a case against Sheila. Sheila was the one who ended the relationship and moved out of our house with no warning. She just came home from work one day with some of her co-workers and gathered all of her belongings and took the baby without a word. I cried for a week. That was three months ago, and my son stopped giving financial support because Sheila's keeping the child away from him. He was anticipating that Sheila would file a case and showed up, so he could ask the court for time to see and be with his child at least once or twice a week or a maximum of four to five days in a month to which Sheila is vehemently against. She's only allowing one day of visitation on the condition that my son should be the one to go to their place where her whole family lives to visit the child and not take the child anywhere else. They're set to resume mediation next week. Just this morning, Sheila called me to ask if she could use my home, which has a fairly large garden, for the child's upcoming first birthday. She said she thinks our place is the best venue since my 85-year-old mom, who can't walk without assistance and has comorbidities, can attend the said event, which she won't be able to do if the event is held elsewhere. She also said that she would be inviting most of her coworkers and friends, some of whom have left hurtful comments on her post, hence the need for a big space. My daughter heard our entire conversation, was on loudspeaker since I was busy cooking, and was bewildered why I would ever consider Sheila's request. To think that since she left, Sheila has never contacted any of us, nor agreed to let my mom see her great-grandchild during my mom's birthday a week ago, where I invited her and her parents to come. She may be right in saying that Sheila's only using my mom as an excuse to avoid paying for a venue. So would I be the jerk if I declined Sheila's request, considering that the parties for my grandchild that I haven't seen for three months now? I don't think OP's the jerk. If they're being a bad parent, they're denying your son of being able to be in that kid's life entirely, they're not bringing the kid around ever for you or your mom or anybody else that's interested to be in their lives as well, and then call you up out of the blue asking for a favor from you? How about try and work with us first before we get to that point? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was even more insane than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.